So I just came off a cruise ship and I learned some valuable lessons. Although I thought I was unplugging, getting away, getting offline. However, what I learned during my cruise was extremely valuable for how NFT projects sell to their communities. So today I'm going to share what directly applies to the lessons I learned from Carnival Cruise Lines and how it relates to merchandise sales within an NFT community. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. Okay, I know this always seems like I have something negative to say about merchandise sales, and I don't have any kind of gripes or qualms or anything against it. I just don't like how it is done. So, of course, clothes is something that is a necessity that everyone's going to use in one form or another, and it could be a great way to bring a community together. Of course, people want to identify with certain things. So wearing a t-shirt or a hat or whatever it is with whatever brand, team, whatever, could really identify someone and bring people together in a very unique way. However, when it comes to NFT communities and what's going on and how they're selling their merchandise, I always have some qualms about how they're doing it. Now, what happened when I was on this Carnival Cruise Line, it was a sort of disaster from day one. However, there's a lot of parallels that I can draw from what happened on this cruise with how I see things happening in Web3. First and foremost, I must say that from we got onto the ship, it was a continuous sales pitch. It seems like every corner that we're turning, there was something to buy, there was some upgrade, there was something to squeeze money out of us one way or another. When we first walked into the room, the first thing that I saw were two bottles of water. I was like, oh wow, they actually have it there, and that's not too bad. Then I see in very small little letters in the corner that it says $4.25. Okay, I was like, okay, this little bottle of water, which I know is actually a dollar, is being sold for $4.25. Okay, no problem, whatever. I thought it was a courteous thing. I thought it was, you know, complimentary, but it quickly turned from, okay, this was a nice little gesture to, oh, wow, they're trying to sell to us right away. And many times that's what it feels like with a lot of these projects. One of the number one complaints that communities have is that the founders are always trying to squeeze another dollar out of them. So as far as this experience, which quickly moved from a positive to a negative experience, often reminds me of what happens with these NFT communities. So many times people are so excited, want to be a part of the community, want to be in it, want to be a part of whatever's coming next, then it turns out to be just another continuous sales pitch. And that quickly turns the opinions and the mood within that community. Now, there's nothing wrong with a business trying to make money. Of course, that is how the lights stay on. That is how the bills are being paid. And of course, I know with these cruise ships during the pandemic, they lost billions and billions of dollars. So now they're trying to meet up and really recap all of that and just cover some of their losses. However, every turn that we went to, either something like a spa service or they're trying to upgrade us to premium food, premium drinks, something of that nature, it just seemed like every single step we took, there was someone there to sell something to us. And it got pretty old, quick, I won't lie. Within a couple hours, I was like, yeah, this is absolutely ridiculous. I feel like I'm walking around in the market in Jamaica and people are just trying to sell to us as if we were tourists. And this is not cool. But of course, I opened up this whole thing by saying merchandise sales. Now, the thing that really got me on the ship and sparked this episode is that they were advertising a special time where there would be half price merchandise as if it was something amazing. So here's what I'm looking at it as. Okay, there is nothing special about these $3 t-shirts other than the fact that it has the brand of the cruise line on it. So if I buy one of these, I'm going to be a billboard. I'm going to walk around and advertise to everyone. And they're going to ask, oh, you're on a cruise. You're on Carnival. How was that? And then I start to speak and advertise. And if it's a positive review, then basically I'm getting customers for their cruise line. But guess what? I'm paying for that T-shirt. 
So essentially, I'm benefiting a lot less than the cruise line by wearing this T-shirt. So when they advertise this as a half price T-shirt or whatever it might be, as if they're doing some sort of favor to me, in essence, they're really not doing any favor. And if I was the one who was head of marketing, what I would personally do is say, this is going to be free advertising. Word of mouth is absolutely the best. So what I would do is give away these free t-shirts. They're only $3 for me anyways. And needs be, want to cover the cost, don't want to lose money on this. I would just put that $3 into the cruise ticket. So the user, or I should say the cruise taker, is going to feel like, oh, wow, this is awesome. They're giving me a free T-shirt. But in essence, it's really just built into the price anyways. And giving that as a souvenir, as a gift is so much better. I feel like, oh, wow, I actually got something not really factoring in that I paid for. It. I mean, really, we know that we pay for everything that we get for quote unquote free, but it feels a whole lot better when we get a complimentary t-shirt. All we have to do is pick out our size and what have you. But then for the simple fact that the way they're advertising this half price t-shirt is if like it's something awesome and it's so great, whatever. I was just a little rubbed the wrong way by it. So anyways, I've said it many times already that as far as being a brand person, wearing around different brands on my chest, not my thing. So that's not something that I really look forward to. But with this Carnival Cruise and what have you, that's how I feel with these NFT projects. So I'm going to have a token gated thing. Okay, I'm only going to be able to get this. I buy the NFT, come into the project, then I can buy a t-shirt that says the project's name on it, wear that on my chest. Sort of like the only way I'm going to get this t-shirt is if I pay the money to come on this cruise. Um, That's really not good marketing. I'm going to be advertising for this project. Everyone's going to be asking, hey, what's up with that project or what's up with that cruise line? And it's free advertising. So why would you not want me to get this? So I think that's absolutely ridiculous. And truthfully, if I'm selling merchandise, I want everyone that wants to be a walking billboard for my brand to have it. Now, within NFT projects, understanding that the economics of things, the residuals and the royalties and all that is not sustainable to just be giving out free T-shirts. But at the same time, too, having these exclusive sales to me is absolutely ridiculous. Just today, I received an email. I'm not even going to call out the project. One of the quote unquote blue chick projects. And they're saying, oh, yeah, we're having our first general merchandise sales. This is going to be open to everybody and is not just token gated. I'm like, okay, that's that's special. I, I don't understand why this is such a great, huge, big news that should be in an email list when you guys have been doing weekly updates and what have you every single week. And sure, I'm checking this stuff out, but I'm like, okay, this is not even really big news to me, but whatever. It's no different than being on that cruise and they're saying half price shirts. Okay, great. I get to be billboard for you now. So I don't know why they're acting like it's a benefit to me and that you're doing me a favor when in essence, it's really doing the project a favor or in this case, the cruise line the favor. But the other area that I could say that I definitely learned on this cruise ship that really reminds me of some NFT projects is the old bait and switch. Of course, they're advertising that everything is all inclusive and all of this. Sure, there's some premium options that you can get to. But generally speaking, this is a cash-free cruise. So you can walk around. You don't have to spend any money whatsoever. You can even prepay on your tips and all that. So you don't have to worry about having to tip on the ship. Well, first of all, there is an amount that is built in and is not into the price that they're going to add the tip anyways. So even if you have it in your mind that, yeah, I'm going to give extra tips and so forth, that it doesn't matter. They already actually bill you a certain amount. So if you actually end up not getting that prepaid tip and then you go out and you give a whole bunch of tips and what have you, then what's going to happen is you're double billed for it. They're not giving you the credit for the tips that you did give on the ship. So they make it seem like it is completely optional and you can give tips all you want. And in our case, we knew that we were actually missing the first two days of the cruise and we're meeting it at the first stop. So the first sea day, we missed it. So prepaying for us, the 
per day actually didn't make sense because well, number one, we weren't on the ship. So then the option to have to give tips and trust me, I'm not against tips. I think it's a great thing and it's cultural depending where you are. But I, of course, I grew up in the US and what have you. So I'm used to tipping and what have you. But depending where you are from in the world, that could be like a great defense that I'm forced to tip and what have you. So I'm not saying that the tip is wrong. But what I'm saying is the fact that is advertised is giving me the option to prepay my tip instead of having to tip people while on the ship is sort of false advertising if then you're going to turn around and then bill me for the full tip per day. So what actually ended up happening was without even me saying anything, they end up giving us like a little credit, whatever. I'm just like, whatever. But at the end of the day, uh, either way, like the credit per day and like the tip that they charge you for per day uh, didn't even include the days that were on the ship. But anyways, the reason why I'm even bringing this up is the old bait and switch in that they're advertising one thing, they're promoting it in one way, but they really mean something. If they just outright said, hey, this is what you should do, this is what you should tip and we have not included it so what we're going to do is when you get on the ship charge you this instead of saying well you don't have to worry about tipping because blah 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 blah. everything is going to be included ray 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 you know they put it a different way just say outright look we expect you to tip and we're going to include it with you and either you pay it now or you pay it when you're on the ship but this is what you're going to be charged that is just upfront, straight how it is. So don't tell me that if I end up wanting to give tips on the ship, then it's going to come out of this because there's people walking around with cash still and they're giving tips anyways. So of course, on our last day when we we're getting there, it was just a bunch of upset people that were on their first cruise that did not understand. It's like, hey, we're getting double charged for tips. And of course, you go to customer service and they try to give you an explanation and whatever. We didn't go to customer service, but we just heard other people doing it. But I just thought that was false advertising. The way it was done it was sort of tacky but also they had people walking around saying hey would you like a drink and whatnot like you know offering all these like great things and you think it's like oh, okay this is a free gift that they're giving out but then they're like okay uh what is your room number and then they're going to charge you for it now what does this have to do with the nft projects and what does it have to do with like the merchandise sales and everything it's the whole thing of bait and switch because a lot of times when they advertise that something is free and it just turns into a sales pitch so as far as being an online marketer, I totally understand you invite people to a webinar, you give them some sort of training, then you're going to sell to them. But at the same time, when you're paying for an all-inclusive package and you expect to get onto it and whatever is there is going to be inclusive, you don't expect everything to turn into a sales pitch. Same way that a lot of people that are buying into these NFT projects and they're not expecting to be placed into a continuous sales cycle, it could be a huge problem for a lot of people. It's not communicated in the right way and it really was a very reflective of some of the projects that people have been complaining about recently is just that, you know what, you know, I thought this was one thing coming into it. And now all I'm doing is getting pitched to by the founders. And it could really leave a bad taste. So I think it is just very important communicating things up front. Of course, we know business, it takes money to do it. But at the end of the day, if the person the customer, the holder, whatever it is, is getting a benefit from it, they're going to want to spend money. And I don't think there's anyone on this planet that is not willing to pay for something that they value. So the question is, rather than trying to squeeze every dollar out of customers, or in the case of NFT projects, holders, I think the better approach is to get the goals and the missions aligned with one another so that way basically both sides benefit. Trust me, I left this cruise with not positive reviews. I really felt like one of those jaded people that are in Discord bad-mouthing a project or whatever and I totally understand, all right, whatever it is, what it is, it is business, this is, but again, this was my first cruise so it might be someone's very first NFT project coming into it and it's like, okay, you know what, this is just not what I expected it to be. This is not what was advertised on the outside. Now, Am I going to complain and try to get back my extra tip or write a letter to corporate or something of that nature? No, 
but I can totally understand how someone could come into an NFT project and sort of have this same experience, the Web3 version of my cruise ride, and then turn around and have negative reviews of everything. So I think that when we're inviting people into Web3, into NFT projects, setting great expectations, being realistic, being honest upfront is very important. And especially if we're the one who is educating and onboarding people, such as our friends and family, well, just letting them know exactly what to expect upfront, basically holding their hand and being as truthful as possible, because there is a huge difference between marketing and reality. And what we want to present is the reality of the situation. What's happening in these communities is not all about hype, all about this kumbaya, wag me moment that we think of especially during the bull market, know what is actually going on in this, what benefits are being received on both sides, and what is the real reason for purchasing this. Let them know up front, and I think that is just a great way to go forward. So hopefully you're able to see the parallels with my little cruise ride here, this little analogy. Fortunately, I've been around a lot of people that have been on a lot of cruises, just most of them never went on that particular cruise line. So they were saying, okay, you know what, just don't write off cruises altogether. It is still a much better bang for the buck than going to hotels if you're trying to see a lot of places and travel around the world. So just try a different cruise line and what have you. So going back to this whole thing with Web3, someone might have a bad experience with one particular project. Just having other people around, just being there to say, hey, you know what? Sure, this particular project might have not turned out how you thought it was going to be, but this is what I'm telling you my experience has been and why I think you should come into this particular project. And if needs be, if you can, you have the means to, let's say, give someone an NFT or a token or invite them to a Discord event or whatever it might be. I think that is a great way to onboard people, especially after they have been burned, because there's a lot of people right now that had their first negative experience with one NFT project, and that's it. They're out. They're never coming back again. But hopefully you found this interesting, helpful, whether you are the one who has been burned by a project, you're trying to onboard people into a project, or if you're trying to launch your own. But I'd love to know your thoughts on that. Please feel free to let me know at Tropic Vibes on Twitter. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.